Chapter Twenty of Serapion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Serapion by Francis Stevens. Two letters. June fifth, my dear Clayton mother has told me of your talk with her i am glad to learn that your views coincide with my own as i have felt for some time that it would be best for me to release you from our engagement your ring and some gifts i return by the messenger who carries this i am leaving shortly on a visit to friends of mothers in the south so we shall not meet again soon wishing you the best of fortune in all ways i remain very truly yours roberta ellsworth whittingfield june fifth my owen dearest here and hereafter mother didn't understand as i do she made me write the letter that goes with this she is very proud and that you should be the one who wished to break our engagement shamed her she even believed a silly gossip that you have been paying court to mrs marcia baird on the sly i had to laugh a little imagine it if i could picture you as disloyal i could never i'm sure picture you making love to that poor dear sentimental rich mrs baird who is old enough to be the mother of us both well maybe not quite that but awfully old thirty-five anyway but mother half believed it and to please her i wrote that cold hard letter that goes with this i am not proud a bit dearest i have to tell you that i understand you are burdened to the breaking point but it is i who you wish to free not yourself dearest i don't want that kind of freedom love is sacrifice don't you know that i could wait for you a lifetime if need be mother says you never truly loved me or you would not let me go i know better we are each other's only you and i i measure your love for me by mine for you and if it's years or a lifetime be sure that i shall wait you have suffered so over this terrible tragedy of your friend that i can't bear you to have even a little pain from doubt of me it seems dreadful that i should leave you on the very day before before june ninth but mother has bought the tickets and made all the arrangements so i must go i won't hurt you by saying a word against your friend but oh my dearest don't quite break that heart i love over a tragedy that after all isn't yours you have been to him all that a friend could be true loyal self-sacrificing you could not have done or suffered more if he had been your brother that's one reason i am sure of you dearest 
no man who could be so loyal to friendship will ever forget his love i promised mother not to see you again but nothing was said about letters i'll send you an address later clay darling good-bye till you are free to take me remember years or a lifetime your own dearest always here and hereafter bert extract from evening bulletin june eighth truck collides with taxi on thirty-second street miss roberta whittingfield victim of fatal accident early this morning a heavy truck loaded with baggage skidded across a bit of wet asphalt on thirty-second street above broad and collided with the rear of a taxicab traveling in the same direction the taxi was hurled against the curb one of the occupants uninjured daughter miss roberta whittingfield taken to st clement's hospital death ensued shortly afterward miss whittingfield said to have been the fiance of clayton s barber a witness in the famous moore murder trial and who has since vainly exerted himself to obtain a pardon for the murder burquist if the victim of this morning's accident is really mr barber's betrothed wife there is a tragic coincidence here for him no one has ever questioned his devoted and disinterested friendship for the socialist murderer burquist his friend dies to-morrow has his sweetheart died to-day end of chapter twenty recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c